Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rust Report on the Bet 1520. Back by popular demand, we have famous author Charles Todd. The new book is The Cliff's Edge, a Bess Crawford mystery. He's been a best-selling author for decades. He wrote many books with his late mother, Caroline Todd. To tell you a little bit about their background together, she passed away last year. Charles and Caroline Todd are a mother-son writing team. Um, He lives on the East Coast of the United States. Uh, Caroline had a Bachelor of Arts in English Literature and History and a Master's in International Relations. Charles has a Bachelor's of Arts in Communication Studies with an emphasis on business management and a culinary arts degree. That means he can boil more than water. That's a good thing. Caroline had been married to the same man for umpteen years, and Charles is divorced. Charles and Caroline have a rich storytelling heritage. Both spend many evenings on the porch listening to fathers and grandfathers reminisce, and a maternal grandmother told marvelous ghost stories. This tradition allowed them to write with passion about events before their own time, and an uncle great-uncle who served as a flyer in World War I aroused the early interest in the Great War. Our guest today, Charles Todd, on the Rusk Report on the Bet 1520. Let's uh, first talk about this uh, novel uh, set in 1919, and this is the 13th Bess Crawford uh, mystery. The Cliff's Edge. Uh, what is this all about, Charles Todd? Well, Bess is at home with uh, her mother and father and uh, gets a message from the one crossover character we have between the Rutledge series and the Bess series, which is Melinda Crawford, who is related to uh, Bess's father. And she asked that Bess go to Yorkshire and speak with a lady who was in for gallbladder surgery and 
was refusing any kind of nursing care and uh, Bess was set up primarily to uh, convince her that she needed somebody with that kind of experience and as it turned out uh, Bess wound up being that nurse and uh, she had successful gallbladder surgery but while she was in the hospital they got an urgent message that her godsons had uh, been in an accident and uh, her godson was badly injured and they needed her to come right away well she was still in the hospital so Bess went on up ahead to utilize her nursing skills to address any injuries etc and when she arrives in the Yorkshire Dales up in the Pennines area. Pennines is a mountain range that runs through York. Uh, she finds out that uh, this man has fallen off a cliff and the problem is is he's on the cliff with another man who was a friend of his and the other man is dead. And the constable has called in an inspector who is bound and determined to place the young gentleman in jail under charges for murder. And it all gets rather intertwined and exciting, revealing aspects of family relationships that are at the real heart of what happened, why it happened, and for our sake, fortunately, Bess is there to try to sort things out. Now, it seems that we, from the promotional materials, are learning of a complex web of secrets and possible motives for murder. Let's talk about the web of secrets and why one would be led to kill. Well, we have always said, I guess it comes from my mother's background uh, in international relations, that war is the result of a breakdown in international relations, and murder is caused by a breakdown in personal relations. The primary reason why Mr. Neville is being considered for charges is the gentleman that died was married to the sweetheart of Mr. Neville mm -hmm. and Mr. Uh, Neville winds up uh, having to face some rather difficult questions about exactly what ha happened, how it happened, etc and uh, it leads to an understanding of the family dynamics both within the Neville family and with the in-laws who naturally want this man brought up on charges immediately and uh, the brother of the wife that uh, 
was married to the man who died shows up and he's rather strident in his demands that justice be done and he knows for or at least he's definitely certain that Mr. Neville is the guilty party. Very good. It sounds extremely intriguing. Um, so readers keep turning the pages uh, for the reveal and making of every character on those pages to feel real. Uh, how is this close to reality? Well, even though it's a historical mystery set in 1919, as you said, the core still is based on an understanding that you're writing about people. And people have different motivations, people have different needs and wants, people have secrets, people have a lot of different things, but the way you make them real is they have to first be real to us. And I think that's the key. If we didn't care about the people that were involved, then we wouldn't be able to make them come alive, so to speak. Very good. I'd like to mention that this uh, book is available throughout the United States and Canada, in fact, worldwide. Uh, we have received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, and we blanket 17 states and much of Canada. So you can buy this book wherever fine books are sold. Please go to your independent booksellers, and also you can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, any uh, independent bookseller and get a copy of the new novel, The Cliff's Edge. It's a Bess Crawford mystery published by Morrow. It's $27.99, 320 pages. We encourage all of our listeners to get a copy of The Cliff's Edge by our guest today, Charles Todd, on The Rusk Report. You can drop us a note if you'd like. You can write to Brian Rusk at the Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always read cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guests, Ronald Gidwitz, who was Ambassador to the European Union and Belgium, Sheriff John Garcia, and Dick Morris, who was a campaign advisor to Bill Clinton and now a big supporter of Donald uh, Trump. He has a new best-selling book out also about the return of Donald Trump, as he has said on this program that Trump will be in the White House again. A little bit more information about Charles Todd. He learned the rich history of Britain, including the legends of King Arthur, William Wallace, and other heroes as a child. Books on Nelson and by Winston Churchill were always at hand. Their many trips to England gave them the opportunity to spend time in villages and the countryside where there's different viewpoint from that of the large cities. Their travels are at the heart of the series they began 10 years ago, and I'm referring to the books that Charles Todd wrote with his late mother, Caroline Todd, as they have been on this program a few times on the Rusk Report on the Bet 
these are the kinds of things that lead her as an amateur sleuth, unlike Rutledge, who's assigned a case, that lead her to delve into who people are and what motivates them. Very good. Let's talk a little bit more of the dynamic team you and your mother were for uh, decades, uh, mother and son writing team with so many best-selling mystery novels. What was the chemistry, the insight, uh, the development that led to such great mysteries with you and your mom? Well, first of all, we had no idea that we would even be able to do it. started as a, as a lark. Uh, Caroline and my father came down to visit us at in uh, visit me in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I was working at the time. And like most places, we always go to historical sites, and Kings Mountain Battlefield is just south of Charlotte, North Carolina. And there's a mystery that takes place there. And my mother asked me, as we were driving back, what I thought about us writing a mystery together, and I just basically blew it off. And then as my job changed, uh, I was on the road a lot more in, in hotels, and I contacted her and asked her if she was serious. And it took us quite a while to develop how we were going to do it. They didn't have co-authors for dummies books out there when we first started. So we went back and forth trying different ways and finally we realized that the only way to write a book was if both of us understood everything and were involved in the process of writing. It's not that I would write chapter two and Caroline would write chapter one because how could I write chapter two if I don't know what's going on in chapter one? Right. So, being old movie buffs, we broke it down to scene by scene. You have this scene, Rutledge arrives at a town, or Bess is called by the matron to look into something. And that scene, we will, both of us would write that scene and send it back and forth via email and two of us would talk about it and tweak it and work it and then that went into the master manuscript and then we'd say all right what happens next okay now we've got a new scene we work on that and one of the the wonderful things about my mother was her knowledge and understanding of history was phenomenal and uh, she taught me a great deal. And I think the thing that was most important was we all have a relationship with our parents as parent-child relationships. But here, I had an opportunity for 26 years to work with my mother as a professional, as an equal, as someone whose opinion I valued, whose input was very helpful, and between the two of us, we were able to put together these stories that we found interesting, and fortunately, uh, publishers found it interesting, and readers found it interesting, and we've never looked back. 
Again, the uh, book is called The Cliff's Edge. It's a Bess Crawford mystery. It is available, published by Morrow, where all fine books are sold. Please go independent booksellers or go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. Our guest today is the author, Charles Todd, worldwide famous author. If you're listening in Cheektowaga, New York, Montreal, or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you. Please write to Brian Rusk, The Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. A little plug here, Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal Newspaper has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans grocery stores, for home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. A little bit more information about Charles Todd, our guest today, the author of The Cliff's Edge. Charles Todd's love of history led him to a study of some of the wars that shape it the American Civil War, World War I, and World War II. Charles Todd enjoys all things nautical, has an international collection of seashells, and has sailed most of his life. Golf is still a hobby that can be found both friend and foe. And sports in general are enthusiasms. Charles Todd had a career as a business consultant. This experience gave him an understanding of going to troubled places where no one was glad to see him arrive. This was excellent training for Rutledge's reception as he tries to find a killer in spite of local resistance. And again, the book is a Cliff's Edge, a Bess Crawford mystery. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this uh, plot here. We're talking about uh, Bess and Lady B's companion Lillian are sent to an isolated Scarfdale and the Neville family where a terrible accident has killed one man and injured another. Tell us about that, Charles Todd. Well, as I said, uh, Lady Beatrice is the godmother of the young man who's been accused of murder. And so naturally when she gets the urgent news that he's severely injured uh, she immediately wants to come out to the family home and direct the situation from the scene so to speak and uh, throughout it all you have the two dynamics you have the family of the wife of the man who was killed, who are bound and determined that this is what happened, this is what needs to happen, and they'll be happy when they see this young man dangling from the end of a rope. 
the interesting thing about the three of them, the two Neville brothers and the gentleman who is killed, is they all three served together in World War One, and so that's a that's a bond that's very important and as you can well understand the young Mr. Neville that is being accused of killing his friend is hide himself both with the grief of what's happened as well as the uh, desire to find out who actually did bring about the death of this person. Uh, so on the one hand he feels a lot of guilt and he says it's my fault but that doesn't mean that, that he's a murderer either. Now in the uh, book Eclipse Edge also we learn of Bess uh, quickly drawn in as two once close families take sides. Could you tell us about the sides that they took in the book well, The Cliff's Edge? Bess is trying to be impartial and be there as a professional nurse because she's not a part of the families uh, because her primary focus is on the people in, under her care, specifically Mr. Neville, but at the same time she's seen by some of the characters as being too involved mm -hmm. uh, and stepping out of her place. Uh, Bess comes from a good family and with excellent reputation but in their eyes they in many ways she's seen as a servant more than as an honored guest and it naturally they try the two opposing sides try to pull best towards their perspective so that she will pick sides and it's very difficult for Bess to try and confront that situation and also try to develop an understanding of what did happen. Now you and your late mother have a very rich storytelling heritage and uh, we learned about uh, spending many evenings on the porch listening to fathers and grandfathers reminiscing. Tell us about this rich storytelling heritage. Well, when I say father and grandfather, it was my mother's father, my grandfather, uh, that spent many a night sitting out on the front porch, screened-in porch, just, and no lights. It was, we'd sit out there in the early evening and time we got finished it was well nigh on midnight but uh, it was it wasn't so much the stories he told as it was how he told the stories I remember as a child I would ask my grandfather to tell specific stories I'd heard them many times right I knew 
how they turned out. It wasn't a question of asking him to tell it to gain information. It was asking him to tell it because of the pure joy that I got just sitting there listening to him talk and the way he made that story come alive. I'm sorry we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close on the Bet 1520, special to our director of production, Kevin Carr, for the past 15 years. And thank you for teaching us so much about the new novel, mystery novel, The Cliff's Edge. We have famous author of 40 novels with us, Charles Todd. Thank you for enlightening us. We encourage all of our listeners to go to an independent bookseller to get this book, The Cliff's Edge. Thank you for enlightening us, Charles Todd. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.